Good morning. I'm Steve Gilbert, along with Dan Peterson and Jamie Weisler. Uh, we are going to be the co-hosts of the Inch by Inch, the Ultimate Home Comfort Show. Presented to you by Royce & Sons Heating, Air Conditioning, and Plumbing. We're a service experts company, a six-time winner of the Consumer Choice Award and London Free Press Best of London, a two-time winner of Best of Home Stars and St. Thomas Elgin Weekly News Reader's Choice Award, and apparently the first-time winner of the Top Choice Award in London 2018. We want to thank you for listening today, and we hope that you'll be able to listen every Saturday morning from 9 to 10 as we provide information to you, our listeners, about how heating, air conditioning, and plumbing works in your home. Uh, and, and please call in if you've got a question about that. But most importantly, the phone lines are open, so you can call in locally at 519-643-2222 or 1-866-354-8255. We'll also accept uh, email to inchbyinch at serviceexperts.com. So please don't wait. Give us a call, and we'll try to answer those questions for you. Mr. Peterson and Mr. Weiser, so good to have you in studio today. I'm sure it is. It's good to be here. It's good to be here. Wow. Nice, cool, crisp morning. It is, wasn't it? It is. Yeah, just kind of, um, I heard my furnace come on last night. You did not. I I did. Did you? Mm-hmm. I did. You should get a new furnace because I haven't heard mine come on. It's oh, so quiet. Whisper okay. quiet. <laughs> Very okay. nice. Yes. Very nice. I do have a new furnace. Actually, yeah. the, I have the same furnace in my house that, that you have in yours. Oh. <laughs> Your hearing must be better than mine then. <laughs> Hard to say. But um, it. I think just because I probably had a window or something open and it got a little cool last night. So yeah. I, I closed the window. Good for you. Didn't want to heat the earth? I did not. No. No, No, you didn't want to do anything for the environment around your home? Keep it warmer? (laughs) Keep the plants growing better? Yes. (laughs) So, Um, go ahead. I I was just going to ask, with with all your uh, ways uh, for your fans and and the public to reach us here on the radio show, how come you don't have Twitter in there? Don't you have a Twitter account? Maybe Mr. Trump or someone could ask us. Mr. Trump. Wow. Okay. I do not have a Twitter account, and I'm sure... Don would not be following me. Maybe. Never know. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> yeah. So, um, sports-wise, what's going to count on? The, the London Lightning, big winners as of last night? Yeah. Yes, yeah, good for they them. They did win last night. Yeah, and, they did. And, uh, that's two years in a row. That's right. Yeah. No, that's great for them. Yeah. And um, you don't have a hockey report for us with the Memorial Cup, do you? No, I didn't hear what the we outcome was last night. And I take it you, the, the uh, bags under both of your eyes meant that you were up early watching the Royals, huh? <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, yes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was. <laughs> yeah, I thought so. Yeah. I mean, that's why, you know, you strolled. Usually you guys are here by, you know, 8.30 before we come up in the studio, but you guys strolled in about 5, 2. We were trying, well, we were in hair oh. and makeup for a while. <laughs> five hair two. and makeup. I, forgot. Five I missed that two. one. Yes. I'm sorry. It was, it, was quarter, it was quarter two, but, you know, and... I was just getting a little nervous. You worry too much. Okay, apparently, yes. So um, we got some questions that came in, If, um, but one of the ones uh, is about tankless hot water heaters. Oh. Yeah. I got one of those. So you are, So that's what I would just want to talk about. Uh, we carry, you know, there's many, many different brands yeah. of tankless hot water heaters, uh, and all the North American manufacturers these days are carrying tankless water heaters now, but, but they didn't before, but... We uh, we we deal in Ream and in Renai. What's which one is in your house? Jim? Mine's in Renai. Right, and Dan, you have a tank or a tankless in your I house? I have a tank. Okay, so 
Jamie, if you can just, how has that change occurred for you? You know, because you used to have a tank water heater yes. and now you have a tankless. Yes. Uh, I think it's it, part of it is getting used to how a tankless works and knowing that there's a certain amount of runtime you must get out of your tap before you get that hot water to your hands right. or whatever you're doing. So we, we kind of change the way we do some of our stuff. So if you're just going to wash your hands, there's no use waiting for hot water. You're wasting water product. So keep it on cold, wash your hands, be done with it, and just suck it up buttercup kind of thing. So, <laughs> okay. But as far as a shower, generally what we do, I mean, we you go in there, you, you turn it on to full hot, and, and by the time you have uh, gotten yourself ready for the shower, the, the, the water's there. So that time frame in between there, but... Uh, no shortage of hot water. It's uh, right. So, and have you have you maybe increased your shower time in the shower because you you seem to have a more of an abundance of hot water? No, I'm a busy guy. I don't have time for long showers. <laughs> <laughs> in and out. Let's get it done. Yes. So then, my question to you: Given that you've had two different styles of technologies, uh, do you prefer one over the other? Um, I think right now, because like any shiny new toy, it's it's the best thing going. Okay. Uh, I think time will tell. Like I said, it's it's a matter of learning how the system works and becoming in tune with it. And I think more as we become in tune with it, I think it will probably be, I mean, I think it's a better way because of what you sold me on, on the environmental side. You know, there's got to be some fuel savings or cost savings here, there. Um, you know, if I believe in all that, then, then I think that's why I'm probably going to like that more than the, the tank heater. But I mean, we survived with the tank heater for Many, 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 many years. years. And it, yeah. uh, you know, from the Cascade 40s back when I was young to, you know, whatever we had driving. Wow, Dan, that's Cascade 40. That's yeah. an old that tank. Cascade yeah. 40 is an old yeah. tank. Yeah. Yes. Christian, do you know what a Cascade 40 is? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Christian's younger than us. He is. So after that burning question on tankless water heaters, I think we need to go to break and uh, we'll get right back to it. But please remember the phone lines are open at 519-643-2222. Give us a call. Thank you. You may be right. I may be crazy. Oh, but it just may be a lunatic you're looking for. Wow. Now that song's a surprise. That's a good song. That is a very good song. <laughs> so this week's uh, theme was picked by Peter, and it was your favorite Billy Joel song, and Peter picked Piano Man, and we'll not be playing his song today. <laughs> how, do you get, how do you get to pick the songs again, Steve? You have to finish in last. Oh, okay. Yes. All right. That's why I said Peter will not. Yeah, but oh. the, the sad thing is, is Peter gets to pick twice in a row. Oh, oh. Is there a medal for that? <laughs> no, there's no medal for finishing last. So that one was picked by yours truly, or I'm not yours too, but Dan Peterson, <laughs> yes. who's sitting in the studio today, and he picked You May Be Right by Billy Joel. My wife said I must be crazy. <laughs> <laughs> well, you are. Now, while we were on break, uh, Richard chimed in and just said, I'll just, let me just pull it up because it actually had some words of wisdom for us. Uh, tell Jamie, we hear furnaces running uh, because that is our trade, just like you would hear transmission noises that people don't hear. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, that's yes, true. you're correct. So yeah. thank you, Richard, for that. Thank you, Richard. For that insight. Yeah. Uh, we were talking about water heaters and uh, Dan, we were talking about the Cascade 40. Yes. Now you have a hot water tank. Yes, I do. And that's you've been you've been running with a tank water heater for many years. Yes, yes, that's all I've ever had. Yeah, and it's been good for you. 
And it has been good for us. Yes. Um, now, it probably would be different because there are just two of us. Okay. So it would probably be different. But I also have, uh, my basement is also heated by my water heater. Ah, so you use... So you... I use it for my in-floor. Ah. So it does, uh, you know, uh, booster heat for my basement, I guess, so to speak. So explain that to our listeners. So Dan's got a basement, and, and typically the floor would be cold. Right. So he's right. got uh, water pipes in his floor that he runs his hot water right. heater, heats right. heats those water pipes and keeps yep. the floor warm. That's right. So when you're That's walking right. around in your bare feet at Dan's house, yeah, your feet are warm. Yes. But um, now, actually, you can, and it used to be hard to, to use a tankless for that application. Um, now there are all kinds of units out there that you can use for that application easy. Right. And the technology is such now that uh, you can you can run in-floor heat off of a tankless. They're, they're pretty particular, though, because I remember um, looking at it, uh, Renai being the one manufacturer that we use, and they yeah. are very specific on how they want that done. Exactly. So exactly. They, they come, in that case, they would look at your setup, Dan, and then they would provide a piping diagram, and it has to be specific or yes. they won't cover any yes. warranty. So Yes. And, and at one time, it used to be they just would not... Um, recommended at all period right but now they've come to realize that uh, along with people getting tankless people are also using in-floor for supplementary heat you know uh, floor warming in their bathroom floor warming in their kitchen whatever so now they've had to adjust to what the market is asking for so so they have come up with products and piping diagrams to be able to um, integrate both products okay so is that is that is that a difficult thing to do to add? So, for me, let's say I'm redoing a bathroom reno, and mm-hmm. I want to, I want, so I can put electric floor heat yes, warming in. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. But now there's also an option. That's right. To maybe run some hot water piping as well. That's right, and you might want to have a a towel warmer. Oh. That you can also. Uh, That's fancy. So that you can uh, integrate it into the your floor warming in the bathroom. If you got out of the shower onto a nice warm floor, and a lot of people like to have tile in their bathroom because yes. it's easy. Tile's cold, so this uh, will. Uh, so then you alleviate have to wear. You have to wear slippers in the shower. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So maybe if you've got a question for Mr. Peterson, the godfather of plumbing here in studio with us, our phone lines are open at 519-643-2222 or 1-866-354-8255. So... Uh, just in the lull here, I know you get texts all the time during the show. I just want to let you know I got a text during the show here as well, just oh, to let okay. us know that the update on the Memorial Cup uh, opening last night between the uh, Regina Pats and uh, Hamilton Bulldogs, the, the home team Pats beat them 3-2. to two. Did they? Yes. So what does that mean, Dan? That means uh, that you have a team that got beat out the first round of the playoffs, is well-rested, and uh, our it's a big first step on their way to the Memorial Cup, actually. Yep. Yeah. So, the, but so, how many games are typically in a Memorial Cup playdown? Well, you know, they play each other. Okay, so they each play each other, kind of like a round robin type That's thing. That's right. That's basically what it is: is a round robin, and the top three end up in the playoffs. The bottom one is out. Okay. So, 
you end up with those top three teams. And and since you're only playing four games, is it something like that? So, right. <laughs> that's a, that's a every tough, win is ev- very, very important. extremely important. Yes. So is there a lot of ties in that format, or no. not? No, uh, there is. Okay. If they're evenly matched teams, a lot of them are evenly matched. You might get some ties. Okay. Yeah. Well, thank you. Thank you for that update. Well, and that came from my son-in-law, Randy. So if I didn't speak his name, he won't help me build my deck. So, <laughs> well, You're building a deck yeah. today? No. Well, not today, but okay. soon. Just... And, and we were out um, last year when we were out to Red Deer, when, or two years ago, when the Knights opened up yes. against the Red Deer. Uh, the It's phenomenal the amount of fans and the hoopla that goes on in that first game. Yes. So it's electric, right? Ham exactly, and Hamilton would have had a lot to overcome. Mm. Yes. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Just just like you know, hopefully when Winnipeg goes back home, but th- that's that's a that's a big yeah, mountain hopefully. they have to overachieve. But <laughs> yes. Off of hockey, back onto something <laughs> like this. Um, on water heaters. Um, so more and more these days, you're seeing. When, when I walk into a house, Dan, there's usually an expansion tank now on yep. hot water. Yep, that's right. So that's that that's that little uh, ball, which is usually close to where the water heater sits. Yep. And they're doing it on tank and tankless these days. Yes. The importance of that is what? Well, what happens is with hot water, there's a lot of expansion and contraction. Okay. So when your heater isn't running, it's hot water, everything expands. Well, sometimes the water doesn't have any place to expand to. So what happens is it will pop the relief valve and cause it to start leaking on the on the heater. Okay. And a lot of times that happens because um, there are backflow preventers now, which are in a lot of homes right at the meter, whereas the water in the tank had some place to expand to. It would start pushing back the cold, and it would go back and forth, expand, contract. Once they put a backflow preventer in that stops that okay it has no place to go except for uh, getting the relief valve to release and then you have water all over the floor so that expansion tank prevents that from happening okay so walk into your bathroom or walk into where your water heater is in in the basement there's water all over the floor doesn't look like it's leaking and that could right. be coming from the pressure relief valve. Right. And and sometimes people don't see it. Right. So they don't know where it came it, from. And it happens at night a lot of times because people are always have their hot water on and off during the daytime, a shower, a washing machine, washing the dishes. So you don't notice it the same. Okay. You get up in the morning, you go downstairs, nobody's been using any hot water and I have water all over the floor. That's because it's keeping that tank hot. Hot during the evening, has no place to go. It releases the relief valve, and you have water on the floor. Wow. So. Okay. Now, just one more question then. What happens if that pressure relief valve doesn't open? (laughs) (laughs) Oops. Can there be bigger problems? There can be bigger problems, yes, if it doesn't. Like if you've got, you know... Plastic is great, this new plastic piping we have, mm-hmm. but if that pressure relief dove doesn't open, any chance that that plastic could release from that copper connection? 
Well, the chances are really, really slim. Okay. I mean, the burst pressure, they, I've been at the factory and seen those, I've seen that plastic pipe have, half-inch plastic pipe have bubbles about the size of balloons. Oh, really? Before without, it goes? Uh, bursting, yeah. Yeah, so. I don't think I'd want to see that when I can. No, no. <laughs> no Walk what downstairs, what's that? Uh-oh. What has <laughs> happened, too, is it will back up into the toilet tank, it. So water will go someplace. Yeah, yeah. Usually, usually not a problem. Okay. Okay. But that's but more and more more and more you're seeing that all the time. We, we're dealing yes, with uh, yes. backflow prevention. We're dealing with backflow yeah. in in sewer now too. Yep. It's it's yeah. everywhere. Backflow is everywhere, and yeah. now just uh, most municipalities when they supply you with a new water meter, it has a backflow preventer on it. Okay. And then you get into your expansion and contraction problems. All right. Okay. So we're at the bottom half of the hour, and Christian's giving me the signal, so we'll catch up with you then. Thanks. Because you had to be a big shot, did you? You had to open up your mouth. You had to be a big shot, did you? All your friends were so knocked out. So that was a Big Shot, uh, and Richard picked that one. So Good he Richard. Picked, yeah. Yeah, so that was his choice. Who's Richard. <laughs> Richard, the arm, the armchair technician, yes. who, who sends in all kinds of good questions and everything. He's the one that heard the furnace running. Yep, yep. he keeps us accountable. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Yeah. Absolutely. So, just remind people as we're here today in studio, we have Dan Peterson, the Godfather of Plumbing, and Jamie Weisler from St. Thomas. That's me. Algon Transmission. That's me. Looks after all your car transmission needs. Keeps that thing shifting smooth. Whew. Yeah. That's right. So, if you've got a question for us, please give us a call at 519-643-2222 or 1-866-354-8255. So, uh, here's a question, you guys. We can just kind of have a little roundtable discussion on. I'm having some foundation work done and was wondering what would be involved in disconnecting my AC, moving it off to the side for a few days, then reconnecting it. My contractor advised me that I might be better off just replacing it since it's 16 years old. Would you agree? So, the question is, you know... If it ain't broke, why fix it? So, you know, and it's still working. Should And you're going to, we're going to move it now. Well. What are the, your thoughts? As we know, there's incentives right now to upgrade to some of this better technology. And the ACs today, as you have pointed out to me, <laughs> runs more efficiently today, runs, keeps the whole house thing working cooler, 16 years old. It's probably close to the end of its life. You know, there may not be incentives next year when it does fail. Wow. Look at that. Look at that. Do I get anything for that? T-shirt, hat? <laughs> you might get a T-shirt. <laughs> and Dan, what are your thoughts on that? No, that's, uh, take, disconnect it. Once you've got to take it, you've got to take the Freon out of it, which it probably has Freon in it. Freon. Now. Okay, Ooh. sure. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, sure it will. Yeah. And uh, once you drain that all out, then you can't put it back in again. You've got a connections to make all over again. So- why not see if you can pick up some of those incentives in and see if you can uh, do that then because chances are if you put it all back together and six months from now it breaks down, you know, you're going to be out out of luck. Wow. Okay, you guys oh. you guys have been well-schooled. Absolutely. <laughs> and while you're at it, get a new furnace. <laughs> <laughs> so also, have you guys ever worked on something – um, and it's never, so for instance, um, you've never done anything to it and now you're about to, now you're about to turn a wrench to it. Yep. Mm-hmm. So in, like in a car, Jamie, yep. 
And the first time you turn that wrench on that thing, because it needs something. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes it's just never the same. Yeah. yeah. yeah absolutely. Yep. Yeah. And you run into that and something as basic as it sounds like just disconnect and reconnect. Like Dan said, that Freon thing, that's a big deal. That's yeah. a game changer. There's a cost to that because the new gas doesn't work the same as the old gas and you have to change other components to make that stuff work. Yeah. yeah. It's just not as simple as undoing that yeah. bolt and putting a new one in sometimes. Yeah. And that yeah. new refrigerant or the, the old refrigerant, Freon as we call it, uh, like it is coming, like we are critical time now. So yeah. it's not next year, the year after. It is it, no more. Yeah. Yep. It's gone. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So, and the cost of that refrigerant is getting to be so much more expensive because they're not, they're not recycling it anymore. So mm -hmm. it really is becoming less and less and less. Yes. So yes, our recommendation to this customer would be to, if you're going to be, we'll come and disconnect it, get it out of the way, have your foundation work done, and then we would recommend installing a new one. Yes. Yes. Okay. So I'll tell Peter that you both want a t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Peter's listening, I'm sure. <laughs> And we had another question come in. So if I have a bigger AC, does that mean it works better? What do you guys think of Not that Not necessarily. Hmm. No. Well, you know, the unit that we got put in our house is bigger than the unit we took out. So when they say bigger, do they mean the size or the actual Capacity? BTUs? Oh, okay. So when I say BTUs, we keep that British thermal units in there and, you know, swing it around to the wedding today too. So there, Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I have a, I have a customer. Yeah. That both of you know, and uh, her name is, we'll just say her name is Biz. Okay. Okay. And when she, we, we were placing, like we do a heat load calculation as I did in both your homes. Yes. And to figure out the right capacity of heating and cooling for them. So my conversation with Biz was, as she was saying, okay, Biz, everything here looks like this house wants a two and a half ton air conditioner. I want three, Steve. But it only needs two and a half, Biz. Yes. I want three. And I said, okay, but she said, you don't understand. She said to me, I'll never forget it. When I want to be cold, I want to be cold and I want to be cold now. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard a woman say that. <laughs> so it, it sometimes in, in negotiations, we'll have conversation with the customers. And in, in business case, uh, she wanted, because she, she loves her air conditioning. Yeah. And you both know uh, Peter, who's not here today. He loves his air conditioning oh, as yes. well too. Yes. And when he wants to be cold, he wants to be cold. So in this case, as long as it's not, as long as it still works in the system, that's part of, part of our negotiation when, we, when we're talking with customers. So, But is that three ton going to get colder faster than the two and a half ton? Oh, it'll, it'll, cool, it'll cool faster and cool longer. So, uh, but some of the things it won't do is it doesn't dehumidify quite as well because it doesn't, it doesn't maybe run as long as it should. So- Part of the whole cooling process in your house is when that air conditioner is running, not only is it cooling, but it's dehumidifying the air as right. well. Right. So if it's only running for a little bit, it's not going to dehumidify as well. So in in business case, uh, she probably runs it longer because she likes the cold air in the house. So she's probably get, getting some benefit out of that. But if you were to keep your house at a normal temperature, it may not run long enough to, to dehumidify effectively. So you, yeah. now you're going to get a cold, clammy feeling yep. instead of a yeah dry and comfortable. Yeah, and and years ago that was bigger was always better. Yes, and, wasn't um, it? Yes. Yeah. And and always you put in something bigger than what actually when you sized it up properly like you do, Steve. Um, people would always then up 
up that whatever it came to. It's interesting you say that because there was a learning curve in there for a while when I first uh, got into the industry 20-some-odd years ago. Uh, you know, we had long conversations with customers about, you know, well, I, I need that 100,000 BTU furnace. No, sir, you only need a 50,000 BTU furnace. No, but I, I want it. But it's it's interesting, and now that conversation has come completely full circle, so right. people are understanding the differences these well, days. And, and nowadays you have, uh, we'll, we'll stay on the furnace topic, is with the modulating gas valve. Yes. You know, if you need 50,000, if you have a 90,000 and you only need 50,000 BTUs to heat, Spring and fall, it'll only fire 50,000 BTUs. Now, Dan, I'm a consumer, so what the heck is a modulating gas valve? Okay, well, <laughs> <laughs> well, back back in the day um, when you had a 100,000 BTU furnace yes. to heat your home, yes, whether it was spring, fall, a 50-degree day, it would... Always come on at 100,000 BTUs. Okay. So I, used to, I get a lot full of blast. heat. Exactly. Full blast. Full blast no matter what. Okay. Nowadays, to help get efficiencies, mm-hmm. the gas valve that are in these furnaces now adjusts itself accordingly. So oh. it modulates the number of BTUs it needs to heat your house for that specific period of time. So if I only need a little bit of heat, it gives That's me right. a little bit of heat. Which is quite typical in the spring and fall. Okay. Okay. So it sounds like it'd be more efficient and more comfortable exactly, for my home. Exactly, exactly. And that was part of the problem. Why we changed our furnace was the furnace we had in our house was too big. It and was it would run big. and shut off. Two minutes later, it would run and shut off. Yes. Because it didn't have a steady enough heat load on it that it yes. would get the house to where it needed to be. Wow. Okay. So. I might give up this tranny gig and start selling stuff for you. <laughs> Maybe you should. <laughs> <laughs> it is that time. Uh, we're going to go to, we're going to go to, uh, we're, what are we going to, Christian? We're going to break? <laughs> yes, you uh, should be getting out now. Thank okay. you. Okay, all right. Well, <laughs> I'm going to let Christian take us to break. We'll catch you right after. Thanks. Now, that's Uptown Girl, yep. and that that was from Krusty. That was from Gord. Was yeah. Gord finally? Gord. <laughs> Gord finally hit the top four. Yep. He's broke through. Congratulations, Gord. This could be the start of many things. Yeah. All right. Uh, so Richard, in his infinite wisdom, chimed in. Uh, I just have to read this because it was actually quite funny. We were talking about so. <laughs> Peter, you're going to be. I don't know. I don't know if Peter's listening to this uh, now. If he but he was, will listen to it later. If he was, he he'd be <laughs> calling in. But he will listen to it later. And yes, just to let you know, Peter. Richard feels that, um, based on the discussions we've had today, that Jamie and Dan could replace you. <laughs> <laughs> only here at the radio show. Only. <laughs> okay. Yes. Only here at the radio show. Yes. Yeah, so we'll see what we can't do about a shirt. Absolutely. <laughs> A pen, you know, a notepad, something. something. Would you you give me something that says AM nine eighty on it? Yeah. Because have you seen the? Have you seen the? Have you seen the decals? Not AM nine eighty. It's global. It's global nine eighty CFPL. AM nine eighty CFPL. Yeah. Yeah. Nine eighty CFPL. Thank you for correcting me on that. Yeah. All right. It matches the blue in your eyes. That's why. Thank you. I'm surprised. Yes. You. At least 
mine are wide open. Yeah. You guys are a little yeah. sleepy uh, from the royal wedding. That's right. Just a little. And you yeah. said it was a great kiss, did you? I never seen the kiss. That was uh, Christian that said that, not me. Oh, Christian said yeah. it was a Christ- it was a great kiss, eh, Christian? Guys, it was a beautiful kiss. It <laughs> oh. brought you to my <laughs> <laughs> All right. Happy couple. There you go. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So I've got I've got a couple more questions. Thank goodness. Because <laughs> you just don't want to talk about this. No. Is it a good idea to have drains in the house cleaned out on an annual basis? For example, kitchen drain, basin drain, laundry drain. Should you do it annually, Dan? Um, I don't necessarily think that you need to do it annually. What if you've um, got like, what if you got a house and you've got um, like four daughters? <laughs> you, <laughs> then you live in the shed. <laughs> <laughs> You will definitely need to do it on more than annually, probably <laughs> semi semi annually at that point. Um, <laughs> no, unless you're using a lot of grease, have a lot of hair going down the drain, things like that. It's not necessarily to do it annually. If you have uh, problems, enough problems that you have to have it done annually, then maybe you should have someone in and look at a different way of rerouting the piping so that you don't have to worry about that. Okay. Yeah. And now you, just because I've, I've, I've learned a lot from you, Dan, over the years, uh, you don't like uh, cleaning products like liquid plumber and that kind of stuff going down the drain, correct? No, I, th- I think your straight hot water is the best thing that you can do. As, as long as you use it on, put straight hot water down on a regular basis, that keeps everything loose on the inside of the drain and flowing down the drain. So would a simple remedy just on a regular basis would be, so if I were to uh, do whatever I'm doing in the bathroom, should I just run the hot water for like a minute before I walk out of the yeah. bathroom? Yeah, and um, actually I like to see the basin filled up full of hot water and drained. Okay. That way you can make sure that the entire pipe is being flushed. It, with just a tap running, it has a tendency to just... Just go it along the bottom part of the pipe. I see. So, so then, with the, the more water volume you can get down there, the better it'll be for the drain. Oh, hmm. now uh, I'll add to that because I remember another tip that I got from Dan. Uh, we put a sink in our kitchen a uh, bunch of years ago now, and I asked Dan that same question: "What's the best thing we can do here, Dan?" And he pointed to the strainer, says, "Make sure you use that strainer." So when you're washing your dishes off, whatever you're doing in that sink, make sure that strainer catches those things that are going to be in your sink, and don't let them go down your drain. That that'll stop a lot of that from happening in the first place. Don't put any grease down your sink, you know, those kinds of things. Save your grease, put it in a can, do something else with it other than putting it down your sink. So the little bit of grease you get when you're washing dishes and everything, that has an effect, obviously. Well, it, it has an effect that it will eventually start to coat the inside of the pipe. And if it starts to coat the inside of the pipe, then that's when st- other things start to catch in it. To get stuck. But if you run your hot water and fill your sink up every once in a while and let it go, that'll keep that soft enough. It'll take some of that away every time. So you will have a lot less problems in that regard. And like Jamie said with the strainer, try to keep those things from going down because if there is any little buildup of grease, they will get caught. And then more will get caught the next time. And the next thing you know, you do have a bill calling a plumber to come and clean that drain out for you. And now what about your, so then on your dishwasher hose, like sometimes, you know, you would take that dishwasher hose up and it's, it's caked on the inside. It is, yes. So yes. should you, obviously we should need to be doing this with our dishwashers as well. We need to be running some product through them just to, to clean them. It actually would actually would help get that drain cleaned as well. 
Yes, and quite common is you'll get a stale smell, smell. in your dishwasher. And there are products out there that you can use to put in your dishwasher, freshen it up with no dishes in, and then run it through a cycle. Now, Peter used to, or Peter says, you know, to put tang in your dishwasher because it cleans the inside. Do they still make tang? I think they do. Tang crystals? But but a lot of their dishwashers are stainless steel inside now. Yes. So it's, um, the tang also helps keep it clean. It helps keep it clean. Helps keep it clean, yeah. Interesting. uh, Good for Uh, the astronauts, good for your dishwasher. Who would have thought? (laughs) (laughs) I'm big on a little lemon juice down the drain every once in a while. It helps to to keep cut odors. So we just had a question come in. I had a toilet running a little slow, um, and I poured a five-gallon pail of water in it, and it fixed it. Does does that make any sense to you? This is Richard. Well, unless... Yeah, if you poured a, a five-gallon pail of water in, you might dislodge any lime buildup that might have been in uh, the jets. Okay. And then if you, if it was just on the verge of getting limed up and pouring that water down may have uh, dislodged some of that lime to make it flush better. How do you stop lime buildup in the toilet? It's pretty hard. Um, soften water? Soften water is about the only way. There's going to be a certain amount of lime in... Uh, there's going to be a certain amount of chemical in water no matter what. Right. Not chemical that will hurt you, but when it's left standing in a in a toilet bowl, it starts to come out of the water and it'll adhere to places that aren't quite as smooth, which is usually in the jet holes uh, or the okay. holes around the rim. Right. Yeah. What about vinegar? Putting a, uh, some vinegar, vinegar. will help. Um, and you put that in the tank then? I You could. But wouldn't you? You'd have to flush it through because you don't want vinegar standing in those parts because right. it'll, it'll deteriorate right. them. Right? But if it's in, the, if it goes into the bowl, it isn't going to hurt anything. Okay. It's if it stays in the tank. So if you if you want to put it in, pour it down the overflow tube, which is about a one inch diameter tube in the back of your toilet tank. Yes. And it'll get to that jet and the the holes in the flush room easier. Interesting. I yeah. never would have thought that. You know, vinegar will take a little bit longer, but um, it does the same thing. Right. Yeah. So those are just some maintenance tips for yep. homeowners. Just some little, little tidbits that you can do yourself at home and maybe save yourself a bit of money. But so hot water, huge recommendation yes. on all the sinks in your house right. uh, every once in a while just to keep yep. things free. Yeah. But if it doesn't... Wanna, if you hot... want to pour a little lemon juice in it to help freshen up the... Oh, it's the, the, the smell drain. of the drain. Yeah, but that doesn't that doesn't that's not going to help me with hair buildup, though, right? No, no um, hair. There's probably only two things: plunger. You have to try and force it through, right? Uh, when you plunger it, if you're doing it right, you might bring some of it back up, up. and uh, a drain cable. Yeah, yeah, it's gross. <laughs> I I had a couple of sheddies in my house that we had to do that too often, and it was. Uh, ugh. Yes. You, you don't want it ever to get to that point. No. 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 Well, I've really enjoyed having the two of you uh, in the studio today. So thank you for, um, thanks for joining me today. Yeah, thanks for inviting us. Being here. Yeah. And uh, I'll, I, I think Peter's inviting you back next week and I won't be here because no. I'm away, but uh, you're more than welcome to, you know, see if you can't make Peter feel like I don't need to be here. So. <laughs> well, that'd be a bit of a challenge, right, Dan? <laughs> yes. Thank you for saying that in my presence. It's fine. It's when I'm not here. Anyway, so we're going to sign off. You can listen to a podcast of the show at Roy Inch and Sons, uh, at RoyInch.com by hit the Inch by Inch button on the homepage. 
Uh, so we just want to just say thank you to all our listeners, and uh, thanks to you two in studio. And uh, as we say at the, at the shop, life is hard by the yard, but by the inch, life's a cinch. We'll see you next week. What's the matter with the clothes I'm wearing? Can't you tell that your tie's too wide? Maybe I should buy some old tab collars. Welcome back to the age of jive. Where have you been hiding out lately, honey? You can't dress as flashy till you spend a lot of money. Everybody's talking about the new sound. Funny, but it's still